Welcome to Wolfpack Radio, and this is your host, Hurricane Ann, and I know I haven't been on here in a very long time, and this studio seems very scary to me right now. 
I am going to be discussing JFK Jr. tonight, and I've asked my new TikTok friends to call in. So I have uh, one of my friends, Daniel. I guess I don't know if that's the name he wants to go by, but that's what we're going to go by. Hang on one second. I'm going to unmute you. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, Hurricane. Hey, thank you so What's much for calling on, man? in. You're oh, welcome. I was freaking out. <laughs> I was nervous wreck. <laughs> <laughs> so right. me, man. I didn't want to be fine. on the air by myself. Yeah, I don't like to be on oh, the air by myself. I usually have a co-host, and uh, I just didn't get one today. I don't know why, but I guess uh, I just didn't. It wasn't meant to be. Here you are. You'll be fine. <laughs> it sounded fine anyway. So you're talking well, about thank JFK, you huh? Thank you so much. Yes, JFK Jr., actually. And I I had uh, got upset on my TikTok because they had banned me like six different times, and then they finally put me on final warning, and I'd been trying so hard to be good and to not get in trouble and do everything that TikTok wanted. Well, then they put me on final warning, so I kind of lost my mind, and I was like, I don't have nothing else to, to burn. Let's just – to lose, let's just burn these damn candles. So I just started talking about everything that I wanted to talk about that I didn't talk about before because I was going to get banned, and I didn't get banned, and I went viral. So the main thing oh, is people really wanted to hear – they really wanted to hear about JFK Jr. So as soon as I started posting about JFK Jr., my account went crazy, and uh, this is something that a lot of people are really interested in. Yes, I'm very interested in it too. I don't know, man. I think he's alive. I don't know. I do too. Sound crazy to some people. It may sound crazy to some people, but uh, I really do. I think he's alive. Well, the problem is, is that because uh, we've had, I guess, controlled opposition come in and trying to divide the patriot movement, and they've actually tried to turn the uh, regular Republicans against the MAGA and the. MAGA against the Q people, so they've been trying to divide, which is actually – it has happened, though. It has happened because I'm a Q follower, and I was treated very badly by many people and talked bad about and everything else uh, because you know they just didn't – because of the, the controlled opposition, I think, you know made a lot of the anons look kind of nuts, all right? That's just how it is, and so it kind of left a bad taste in people's mouth. Well, then we – you know everybody started talking about it. JFK Jr. you know being alive and they're just like oh well that's just a big conspiracy you're making us look crazy you know don't bring that to to the movement because you're just making us look bad so even if you were in the movement the Q movement you if you said anything about it you were kind of ostracized you know right and that's really how it was I mean it was just a really and it still is a really taboo subject but guess what I'm a hurricane in and I don't give a fuck okay. Don't care. Let's do it. <laughs> because I want to not talk about the conspiracy. I want to talk about the facts, okay? I want to break Funny, down the Funny, all the conspiracy stuff. theories are coming true, though. All the conspiracy theories are coming true, aren't they? Well, of course. Of course they are. Of course they are. So I have a couple of clips that I wanted to play, and uh, let me pull them up real quick. I'm so glad you called in. If I'd have been on here by myself, I'd been so I'd probably just be sick. Oh stomach. man, I'm glad that you uh, sent me the number because I was trying to get on there. I went with PAQ, Wolfpack Radio, and I couldn't get it on my iPhone. So hmm. it came up P P A C C K, 
which is kind no, of weird. That's not even right. But I put that right. in the tag in case somebody didn't spell it right, <laughs> in case it would pull it up. Right. In case I know. That's why I said I got to go back and let me – I said, no, I'm, I'm spelling it right. What the hell is it, you know? Right. So, well, it's on Apple – Apple uh, on the Apple podcast for Apple phones, and it's also right. on iHeartRadio. And then uh, direct – but that will probably post tomorrow on all those podcasts. So the live one is on Blog Talk Radio, and my URL – so it's – uh, blogtalkradio.com slash www.g1wwga where we go one we go all okay so that's my uh, URL yeah, actually, that's so. it. I like that yeah that's, that's a good one isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so I'm going to go ahead and play <laughs> a couple of these uh, clips this first one's uh, 10 minutes long and it is about really 10 weird things that are facts about John F. Kennedy Jr.'s crash that a lot of people don't know about and this is one of the reasons why i really question whether he's alive but there's even more than this but let's just start with this okay i'm going to go ahead yeah. and put this both on mute while it's playing when okay. it comes to airline crashes many consider jfk jr's accident an open shut case but personal friends in martha's vineyard that weekend told us the weather reports in the media were completely false and that's just the tip of the iceberg. When we looked at the NTSB report, we certainly came up with more questions than answers. In fact, some say JFK Jr. is still alive today. We'll get to that in a bit. So here are 10 weird facts about JFK Jr.'s final flight. And before you start watching this, please subscribe. It really makes a difference. Number 10, the quick cremation. In a shocking turn, without the family's consent, JFK Jr. and the Bassett sisters were cremated and cast from a warship into the ocean. JFK Jr. and the Bassett sisters were Catholics, and Catholics normally do not get cremated. The decision to carry out these rites was made at the behest of Pentagon brass, and it's important to note that the Department of Defense rarely accords the honor of burial at sea to civilians. In fact, one might recall another suspicious burial at sea, Osama bin Laden. But it's not just the cremation that raised eyebrows, it was the rushed autopsy. The coroner completed three autopsies that night in less than four hours. Critics say that is clearly preposterous and shows the investigation was flawed from the beginning. Number nine, the time gaps. On July 16, 1999, JFK Jr. took off in his plane with his wife Carolyn and his sister-in-law Lauren Bassett. The plane took off at 8.38 p.m. and at 9.39 upon its approach to Martha's Vineyard, the plane dropped 4,700 feet per minute and crashed into the ocean. What many find strange is that it took 15 hours for the Coast Guard to begin searching for the plane. Friends at the Martha's Vineyard Airport notified an airport employee who called the FAA. When the FAA failed to respond, Senator Edward Kennedy himself called them at 11 p.m. to say his nephew's plane was missing. When the FAA still hadn't done anything, the Coast Guard was contacted directly at 2 a.m. And at 7 a.m. that next morning, Senator Kennedy called Bill Clinton's chief of staff. It wasn't until 1 p.m. the next day that the Coast Guard officially began their search. Why did it take so long? Number eight, the missing passenger. JFK Jr. was running a magazine at the time called George. At lunch with his co-editor, JFK Jr. mentioned that he probably was going to bring a flight instructor along with him on his flight to Martha's Vineyard because he was recovering from a foot injury and wanted to have someone else as a co-pilot. What's strange is that JFK Jr.'s flight log was missing, according to the NTSB report. 
and one of the plane's seats could not be found amidst the wreckage. Many conspiracy theorists allege this missing seat belonged to a fourth unacknowledged passenger. And if that doesn't raise your eyebrows, consider this. JFK Jr. was flying a Piper Saratoga plane, which is equipped with an in-flight recorder. But in a very convenient twist, the battery was removed from the device, making all recorded conversation in the cockpit unavailable. Number 7. Mysterious Helicopters even though the Coast Guard, as we mentioned, didn't officially begin searching until 1 p.m. on July 17th, a number of witnesses saw mysterious helicopters around the crash site early that morning. Who did these helicopters belong to? But that's not the only strange occurrence. At 3.40 a.m. the next morning, the Coast Guard picked up an emergency beacon and started to track it, but then gave up and reversed course. The location of the signal was far from the spot that Kennedy's plane was ultimately found. So the question is, did another plane crash that night? Moreover, even though JFK Jr.'s black box was pinging out a signal, it still took the Coast Guard five days to find the plane. Was this a matter of sheer incompetence or clear evidence of a cover-up? Number six, the weather. Reading the news reports at the time, they all painted a picture of a reckless JFK Jr. who took his wife and sister-in-law on a flight when the weather was terrible. In fact, many newspapers reported there was significant haze that evening. None of that could have been further from the truth. The tower manager told the NTSB that conditions were good that evening with 10 to 12 miles visibility, no fog, and no adverse conditions. Consider also that JFK Jr. had 18 years of flight experience and more than 700 hours of total flight time. If he had just used the autopilot feature on the plane, it would have guided him to within 100 feet of the runway. Why did so many media outlets misreport the actual weather conditions that evening? Was it sloppy journalism or filling in a pre-written narrative? Number 5. The White Flash a reporter with a local Martha's Vineyard newspaper was walking on a beach that night and gave an interview to a local TV station. In it, he claimed to see a, quote, bright white flash in the sky at the same time that Kennedy's plane went down. Another witness, a Pennsylvania lawyer, liked the impact of a bomb. He told local police who went out with him the very next day. The location that lawyer identified matched exactly where JFK Jr. had indicated to air traffic control that his position was at 9.39 p.m. Shortly thereafter, the Pentagon took control of the investigation, which was odd, seeing as though JFK Jr. was not flying a military plane. One possible explanation for the Pentagon's involvement is number four, the mysterious boat. Sources close to the Kennedy family say that his death was initially investigated as a murder. In fact, in the days after the crash, multiple sources say that FBI agents fanned out all over the Caldwell, New Jersey area, going to convenience stores and seeing if anyone had recently purchased epoxy. This ties into a report from a French investigative magazine, which say that a pilot at the airport heard a weird noise coming from JFK Jr.'s plane right as it took off. The FBI also found some suspicious boating activity in the area where his plane was headed. They found an unusual number of batteries in the fisherman's boat, and they were pretty suspicious because they said, eh, you know, we're fishing for striped bass. The only problem is there's no bass in that area of Long Island Sound. 
Who were these men? And was this lead ever investigated? Number four, the missing videotapes. According to reports, videotapes were made of the plane on the bottom of Long Island Sound. The problem is they were all destroyed. The footage allegedly showed that every bulb, including the emergency flashlight, every circuit board, including the engine sensors and other electronic equipment, had literally been melted. FBI investigators on the scene first concluded that a massive electromagnetic event caused Kennedy's plane to crash. Did this extreme power surge have anything to do with the mysterious boat full of batteries? How did these videotapes simply vanish, and who would have the power and the position to make that evidence disappear? Consider number two, the Senate run. Was it possible that JFK Jr. was contemplating a run for the Senate? That would have been a big problem for former First Lady Hillary Clinton. With JFK's Kennedy roots and his killer smile, he would have been a formidable opponent in a runoff. In fact, some reports claim that Newsweek had a story ready for its July 26th edition that JFK was entering into the political arena, but the story was spiked. Who did it, and why did they spike the story? In fact, the 2004 book Sons of Camelot also claimed that JFK Jr. wanted a seat. But let's face it, Hillary Clinton is always involved in some wacky theories. But when it comes to motive, many say the real culprit behind JFK Jr.'s death was someone much, much bigger. The very folks behind his father's assassination. Number one, the deep state. According to sources, JFK Jr. was looking for an investigative journalist to look at some suspicious assassinations, not just his father's, but also the Rabin assassination. In fact, JFK Jr. met with high-ranking Israeli and Mossad officials to discuss that case. He interviewed the mother of Rabin's alleged assassin and came away with more questions than answers. He also hired Oliver Stone to write an article for his new magazine called Our Counterfeit History. Was JFK Jr. just stirring the pot, or had he begun to unravel a deep state cabal that was responsible for assassinations across the world? In fact, some say that JFK might have even faked his death and is still alive. They point to a couple seen at Trump campaign events who look strangely similar to JFK Jr. and Carolyn Bissett. We'll let you be the judge. JFK Jr. was a beloved figure, and there's no question that there are many anomalies about his crash and investigation. Curious what you guys think. What's more suspicious to you? Was it the mysterious boat full of batteries or the quick cremation and burial at sea? Well, that is a fantastic clip. And by the way, I got that from a previous show that I did. It's on my fifth episode, so I think this is the 60th episode. So if you go back to the fifth wow. episode, um, you'll see the uh, JFK Jr., the original one, and the clips that I am using tonight I actually took from that show. And so, uh, But it was two hours long, and so I just didn't – I couldn't download the whole sh show on it, so I just did some clips. But uh, it's really fascinating, and um, on the first one, it – you know, talks about the different, you know, different things. Well, what, what, what was the most that stood out the most to you? Well, I think uh, the fast cremation was one, but also I've heard something else. You see, 
Uh, I heard that uh, Bush had something to do with it. Because Bush was campaigning, and all of a sudden he stopped campaigning for, like, that whole weekend. He wasn't around, and uh, people are saying him and Donald Rensfeld and maybe even Colin Powell was involved. That's what I was, that's what I was hearing, you know, which huh. kind of makes you know, sense. Yeah, but I've heard that. They're so uh, corrupt that, <laughs> you know. Yes, of course, yes. now, everyone knows that he and then you got to put Hillary in George. It, you know. <laughs> yes, yes. But you also got to put Hillary in there. You know, were they doing it for Hillary? Yeah, it's, it's a lot of things going around there. And no bodies, there's no crime. You know what I'm saying? I got to see it. I got to see the bodies. Well, I think every American would want to see it. Well, you're, not, you're never going to see the bodies. And the pictures right, that exactly. I saw of the bodies, the pictures that I saw of the bodies, it l- looked like that his um, hands were clean cut off. Wow, and the bodies look the body the, the picture I saw it looked like a mannequin. Okay, it didn't even look like a real body, but of course nobody really saw the bodies because they. But you know nobody cuts their hands off clean cut. Okay, the pictures that I saw I don't know if they were legit pictures that I saw because I'm not real computer savvy. I don't even know how to check to see if photos are legit. You know I don't know how to do that. <laughs> you like um, me? <laughs> right. So, um, but I'll tell you they were clean cut. And, I, and it looked like a real photo, okay, because it was the diver and all that stuff, and it looked like authentic photos that were released. And the, the hands were clean cut, okay? Another thing is that um, about, oh, not very long before he was in this accident, look, I'm so used to being on TikTok. I'm like, before he was unalived. <laughs> right, <laughs> unalived. Right? Um, yeah. So I won't get banned for saying killed, right? Well, anyways, uh, a little bit before his plane crash or supposed plane crash he did a photo shoot and i don't have the notes with me um about that but um so i don't remember exactly what magazine it was in but i will follow back on the next show and let y'all know an update on that but uh he had a tattoo and i want to say it was on his right arm and i may be mistaken but um it was like a z with a dagger going through it and so I wondered if when they pulled these – if these were fake bodies, if they if they did pull up fake bodies or something like that, you know, that not having that tattoo could have been a real issue. That might have been a reason for the rapid cremation, but if there was a cremation, which I don't think there is because nah, – uh, Well, so. one thing I listened, and I wasn't able to pull it up because I did this show on a short notice. And for all you who follow Wolfpack Radio, I'm so grateful that you tuned in tonight. Uh, I know y'all miss me. I've been getting all kinds of messages. I'm wondering where I'm at and why I haven't been on the air. And uh, I apologize. It's just, uh, and we're going to go into this on another show very, very soon. But uh, make a long story short, Wells Fargo Bank uh, began doing the social credit scoring, which is run primarily by China. If you watched my China video or listen to any of my shows on China, uh, so we had all of our retirement and our savings in Wells Fargo. Okay, so I didn't feel comfortable since all of you know that I, I was one of the I think one of the first victims on social media to really get start getting it you know I on Facebook Facebook band Facebook band Facebook jail communities groups Vimo Patreon PayPal IRS my personal webpage Twitter TikToks you name it anything I've been on for four years they've just completely just killed me you know and everyone knows this except for the show I've been real careful with this show but uh right. we had to get our money out of that bank before that started, and I wasn't comfortable doing a 
show until we got all of our stocks transferred into CDs and got all of our CDs transferred into gold, okay? <laughs> and put it in the well, hey, that's the way you got to go today. today. Uh, at the Noble yeah. Gold, and I'm not advertising for them because I'm not a sponsor for them, but I am a sponsor for Amazon now, and so I will be on the next few shows uh, be advertising, which I I never advertise, but I'm gonna I've been I spend thousands on the show and I've never made a penny, so I'm gonna go ahead and do this influencer gig that I got on TikTok because I've had like four different companies ask me to do influencer jobs, and one of them's through. Amazon, so that's probably a pretty good lick. And uh, I'll have yeah. a little store, and I guess if anybody wants to order from Amazon, they just order through my link, and I, I make a commission. So I think that's right. looking awesome. That would be great. You know? Why not get paid? Yeah. Huh. Well, I know. You got I your mean, time. Well, just for this uh, videos I did on As Above, So Below, Part 1 and 2, I've flown from Texas to the Mojave, I think, four wow. different times, and I'm fixing to go back. So it gets, And I also went to Australia for a whole month. That's where this all started. So I've my husband's put a, put a lot of money. I mean, you know, you have to have Microsoft Word, Microsoft Edge. You have to have so much stuff. You have to, you know, pay for the advertisement, pay for this, pay for that. You know, so it's so, and we're worldwide. I don't know if you knew that or not, but this is worldwide. Oh, I so didn't know that. It's a pretty big sh- it's a pretty big show for my husband to be, you know, putting all this money out for me not even doing a show for months and months and months and months and months. But I appreciate y'all all still keeping your subscriptions, and I even gained subscribers when I wasn't on here. So. Thank you all so very, very much, and uh, I, w- I just couldn't take a chance with my retirement. You know, Now, back to the story. Uh, I, I do have ADD, um, so sometimes I get a little bit off. But uh, <laughs> some of the things that really caught my attention was that – and it wasn't covered on these 10 things, but I actually had found the original YouTube at one time, and I couldn't find it now because I didn't have enough time, but I will find it. And it was the call. It came from a witness that supposedly saw this explosion in the air, and yep. this man's voice was, I swear, JFK Jr.'s. Now, when I was researching for this original podcast, which was several years ago, so I really haven't researched this in years because I've been so busy preparing for the end of the world and everything, but uh, <laughs> originally I was just totally immersed. Well, it's true. you know, We're chickening, gardening, you know, prepping, all that stuff, you know? So anyway, so we're, we're we're kind of scared about what's going on, but anyways, uh, so I was like totally immersed in this story, you know, just like totally immersed in it, and I, uh, I just living and breathing it because that's what I do, and I really get into a story, and I had listened to probably hundreds of hours of this guy talking to him. Well, that's exaggerating, but many many hours of him talking, and so when I heard that voice, it really sounded like him. Another thing you know what? That, um, I think I seen your video with that on it. I seen some video with that, with, and it does sound like JFK Jr. It really does. Mm-hmm. Sounds just like his voice. It is. It's identical. In my first podcast that I did, the fifth episode, I was telling you out. I just kept going on and on and on about. I just love JFK Jr. I just want to marry him. Oh, I just want to marry him. Well, since that oh, time, I take that back. I take that back. Because, yeah, but incest is not best, okay? Come to find out, I'm his cousin. Wow. It's very distant. It's not, you know, first, second, third, or fourth, fifth. You know, it's way down the line. But he's actually in my bloodline. So I was kind of shocked to find that out. That was wow, a – a, Yeah, it is because my family is uh, – my DNA is insane. Uh, Henry Tudor was my 10th great-grandfather, but I was kin to him because he married Elizabeth York, who is my 10th great-grandmother. And that's how it was Henry Tudor, the king. But um, 
yeah, she's the queen that's on all the playing cards. That's my grandma. My kids wow. say grandma. And another one that I have, and I'm able to prove that through paper and through uh, DNA. Now, another one that I have with my 10th great-grandfather was actually uh, Pocahontas' half-sister was my 10th great-grandma or 11th great-grandma, and their father, Powhatan, was my 10th great-grandfather. I wasn't able to prove that only on paper. I wasn't able to prove that through DNA. However, I have pictures of her and my youngest daughter, and they're identical clones, literally clones, you know? And she was actually pretty, and Pocahontas was actually ugly, is the truth be known. Just sitting that out there. Really? But anyway, I she was so, a beautiful yeah. woman. Yeah. No, no, God, no. She was hideous, okay, in real life. Yeah. Pocahontas was ugly, dirt ugly. Oh my God, she's so ugly. And then they didn't say I was, you can look at my pictures and see I'm Indian, obviously, right? I have Indian in me. It's pretty obvious. And uh, But my ancestry said that I'm an African. So they wouldn't give me my Indian. DNA to prove anything. So, anyways, that's beside the point. But anyways, he's actually my relative. So all that stuff they say about the King's line is all true. Washington, Lincoln, Kennedy, the Bushes, Walt Disney, yep. all of those people. Uh, just about anybody who's ever been famous is in that bloodline. But Trump isn't, and the Clintons aren't either. And I found that a little bit odd. It even said that Obama was in my bloodline. So I, I don't believe that shit. You know, that's just crazy. But anyways. So yeah, uh, so I found out he was kin to me. So that was I thought that was kind of bizarre, you know, because I was already really drawn to him anyway. So I just thought that was kind of weird. But you know, they were saying that um, the videotapes, uh, they said that they were missing and and destroyed of the of the wreckage. Yeah, that's and strange. The plane is now missing, and the plane that he always flew. Wasn't the plane that he flew? His favorite plane wasn't the plane that he was flying on that night. Right. Yes, and people see, have still I, been, I, right. I heard that they've he, still been reporting to his like, plane did have someone with him. Right. I heard that because of his you hear these, injury. Oh my gosh! He did I have. Hope you can he hear did have a forehead. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Can you hear these? Here goes forehead again. Oh my god! Do you hear this? Can y'all hear these helicopters? No. God, it's so loud. Okay. Now, I guess y'all can hear me. I don't know what's been going on at Fort Hood that they have been. Woo. There's some serious activity going on. These helicopters Ooh. are shaking my whole house right now, and I'm about really from there. Yep. Wow. But, yeah, the uh, the plane is missing, okay, and the, and the regular plane that he always took. Is not the plane that he was was in that night, which I find that very bizarre because uh, the plane number is still showing up as flying. So people are reporting seeing it out of some military base. All right, leaving and flying with the same number. Which I mean, yeah, he you know it obviously was sold to somebody after he supposedly died. You know, but I just find it right. really weird. Another thing that's really weird is that okay, so. On July 16th is when they had this crash. So it was JFK Jr. and Carolyn Bissett and her sister Lauren Bissett, right? Right. Well, now I know I'm going to say this wrong name. I have no way, but since you're a Yankee, you might be able to pronounce it. I don't know because it looks a little foreign. But it's Anthony. It looks like Italian or something, but you know it. Anthony Reggio, 
Radziwill or something like that. It's R A D Z I W I L L. Radziwill? Radziwill? I'm so sorry to say that so wrong. But that sounds like it, how it's written, yeah. Well, anyways, this guy was JFK Jr.'s best friend. And guess what? He just up and just mysteriously died uh, less than one month later. Wow. Now that's strange. And everybody, everyone's always speculating that maybe they brought Lauren to keep Carolyn company. Well, maybe the best friend signed on board too, you know? Right. I mean, it's only speculation, but it's kind of really bizarre that the date is only, you know, less than a month. Uh, it's October 10th, and they were killed on the 16th of July, you know? Right. And I just I just thought, thought that was really weird. Another thing that is really, really strange is uh, this, this missing passenger. Uh, so they said there was no flight log, you know, that was filed, right? And supposedly JFK Jr. had a cast on his leg. That's so right. So he wasn't supposed to be dry, uh, flying without having the instructor guy with him, all right? So then he wasn't, I guess, on the flight, apparently, and then there's this missing chair, all right? The missing yeah. one of the – supposedly one of the seats was missing. Well, I find that really bizarre because if I was a – Navy SEAL or whatever, Special Forces guy, <laughs> I don't know, and I was flying a plane, and I was going to just eject out, you know, and parachute out or something, or, you know, and blow it up remotely or something, I might eject with the chair, wouldn't I? Right. Isn't that how the, yeah, they do that? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. But it's funny that... Well, in the all the movies, gone, they always come so. out with the whole chair. <clears throat> yeah, something ain't right. But I, I really heard that that it was uh, Bush had something to do with it and Rumsfeld. I mean, that's what I heard. I'm, you know, it, it's I very possible know. because he was he said that he was going to if he had to destroy the whole government, he would do that to find his father's killer. He named his magazine George, which everybody speculated was after George Bush Senior, who he felt was the man who was responsible yeah. for his father's death, but. Apparently, he had a real hard on for Joe Biden as well. Because, do you know? I think everybody's about got a hard on for him right now. <laughs> but do you know about the letter that he wrote, that JFK Jr. wrote Joe Biden in 1994? No. Well, I just happen to have a copy of it. Well, I'm glad and you do. And this is from the CIA files and from the vault. It says, uh, Dear Senator Biden, you are a traitor, John F. Kennedy Jr. Uh huh. Very interesting. What do you envelope what do you postmark? Think, what, Worcester, what do you think about Massachusetts? Let me finish this. We're, he dated it uh, August twenty sixth, Worcester, Worcester, Massachusetts, nineteen ninety four. Uh. And it said that it was a hand-printed envelope to Senator Joseph Biden of Delaware, U.S. Capitol, building U.S. Senate, Washington, D.C. And inside of the – was a handwritten printed letter beginning, Dear Senator Biden, you are a traitor, John F. Kennedy, Jr. 
Wow. So then when they they said, oh well, we're going to investigate this, and then they're like, oh well, he didn't do it. The hand, it's a hoax. The handwriting doesn't match. But you know what? I bet he did. Oh yeah. I bet he did write it. You know what? That probably ties into everything that all those guys got at the Bush funeral. That those letters, maybe they all got a handwritten letter saying they're traitors. Very interesting, ain't it? Yeah, it is. It's I mean, why didn't Trump get one? Why didn't Trump get one? You know, seems everybody got one but Trump. Oh, I actually Very covered that on TikTok. Oh, did you? Yeah, I actually covered. Yeah, I did. I did a really good video. So, um, but um, yeah, we can go over that if we have a little bit of time after this, after we finish this. But uh, I think that had to do with Poppy Bush. Is what I, I think. But we we none of us know for sure. You know. So uh, yeah, it's all speculation. This Senate run was coming up, though, and it was related that Camelot would rule again, that America's first son would come back and you know be senator and end up being president and bring Camelot back to America. And that was the dream for everyone that John F. Kennedy Jr., our first son, would end up being president. And it right. was just shot down, you know. And I believe, with all my heart, it's other Hillary. Had everything to do with this, knowing that the only seat that was coming up was the New York seat, and you know, she did not have a snowball chance in hell of winning no, against no. John. He had to be hell eliminated. No. I and, I'm in I'm in New York. I know Hillary Clinton would never win New York over Kennedy. No way. No way. No no way. No way. She would have to go somewhere else because New York would have went with Kennedy all the way. Come on, his father yeah. was great. His uncle now was they great. That, they said that when they found the plane that the uh, the equipment was melted down. But then they said there was a mysterious boat found there with like shit tons of hmm. batteries. So, I, I mean, I'm thinking that they – did something to make it look like an electric pulse magnet. And then the guy jumped out or something. I don't know. Oh. I, so, oh, I'm still going with what I heard, that uh, Bush, uh, little Georgie Bush was behind it with Rumsfeld, and I hear that they shot it down, possibly. That's what I hear. Yeah, but that's your hearing. Of course, you can't, find, you can't find no record of, of George, little Georgie Bush. Anywhere. Where, where was he when that went down? He was supposed to be campaigning. He never was. He just stopped. So, I'm telling you. There's, I think no, they have something. They're all in they cahoots. Have, they're all in but cahoots. There's just really no evidence pointing towards him. You know, I mean, more of the evidence is actually pointing towards Hillary because of motive. You know what I mean? But who knows, right? right? Because they were saying that called out a bunch of people, including Mossad, you know? So... They have, you know, they have ties with everybody. So I don't know. I, I, who, who could say? Yeah. You know? Everything's so the, the corruption is so thick. It's it's insane right now. But it's all coming out little by little. The corruption is exposing. The you know, and the fact that there was no flight log, you know, that's very bizarre. Very very bizarre. Yeah. And there's a time gap there from eight thirty eight to yeah. 9 that's to what I don't 9. understand. Yeah. It took Elevation 4,700 feet. Yeah. 
And then they're talking about it took 15 hours to look for the plane. Yeah. Isn't that horse shit? That's horse shit right there. So Especially if you, you know what's a Kennedy. A burial at nah. sea, but you can't go nah. find him for 15 hours. And then when they heard the beacon going, they never went to this place, the beacon, where they ended up going with somewhere else and totally ignoring the beacon, you know? Yeah, and then they go back to where the beacon was. That's where it was found, supposedly, right? Uh, where the guy, where the yeah, one, think... where that one guy said he seen it go down. That's where it went down. That lawyer said he yes. seen it go down. There. That's where they found. Yeah, supposedly. Yeah. And then all the reports about the weather were were all lies. And I also have a clip which I didn't put on here, but because uh, it was a little bit lengthy, but it was an actual uh, testimony that I had from someone at Martha's Vineyard. Vineyard who had picked up a – and it might be on one of these clips, but uh, they had picked up a transmission from an airplane, and they were talking about if they didn't get there then, then they wouldn't be able to make make it in time, you know? And it was just kind yeah, of also, weird. Yeah, it's also uh, one of the guys, one of the uh, – uh, what are they called? Uh, air traffic controllers said that he, he, he uh, seen – seen his plane, JFK's plane, Junior's plane, and then all of a sudden, that guy you don't hear about no more. Right. That guy you don't hear about. He said he picked him up on radar. All of a sudden, uh, he, you don't hear from the guy anymore. I got to go. I, I can find that. I can find that. I'm sure I can. Yeah. Yeah, it's all public records. I found it too, you know. And But it's just really interesting that we can find this stuff, but it's like the media couldn't, you know. Yeah, well, the media does what they're supposed – you know, they they do whatever uh, Soros tells them to do or whatever, whatever running the media outlet. They they don't tell you news. They just tell you, you know, what they want to tell you. Look what they did to Trump. They they, they, they screwed his name up with, with a lot of people. They really believe this shit that's going on, you know? It's really disgusting. So I don't even watch fake news. I, I can't. I can't do it. I do my own research. Yeah, like we don't want to do. Yeah, it really messes up on the weather because I don't. So yeah, but you know they're lying about the weather too because the weather radar from that night, you can pull it up and it actually shows clear. And you you can pull this up yourself, and it yeah, pulls up that it was clear skies. You know. Yeah, and you can see so, for ten miles. Yeah, I know you can see right. clear for ten miles. It says. And there was no heavy haze like what they had uh, reported. It wasn't dark at all. It, they said that it was so dark, but yet we, we in digging it out, come to find out, Marge's Vineyard had not long before that actually had these new bright lights put in that were shining up into the sky. And so the fact that they were saying that it was so dark, you couldn't see, and all that stuff is not true. You know, that's just not true. It's deliberate disinformation, and that points to a cover-up. You know? Oh yeah, I believe it was definitely covered up. And why would you? Why would you take? JFK Jr., his wife and her sister-in-law, whoever else was on the plane, and bury him at sea. Come on. That don't even make sense. He wasn't a terrorist. It don't even make sense to do that. It don't make sense. If it don't make sense, it, does. it doesn't happen. It does if you – somebody's death and uh, they don't have yes, that tattoo. Got to that get rid of their bodies death. real quick. <laughs> or if there's no bodies, I mean, whatever, you know. But, I mean, you got a senator that has to call the president for to see where the hell his nephew is? That don't even make sense. 
the Coast Guard should have been on that shit like flies on shit. You know what I mean? It don't make sense. None of it makes sense. If it don't make sense, it didn't happen that way. You know, you got to connect the dots yourself. That's the way I look at it. You got to do your own research to see where you come up. I believe he's alive. I really do. I believe James uh, is alive. I feel like he is too, and maybe it's because we share the same DNA that I've always had these spidey senses about it. But I have always had the spidey senses that he is alive, and that's what I felt. And I'm, I'm pretty intuit, in, intuitive, you know. But I really do feel like he is alive. And um, you know, they're the the anons. Of course, they sound batshit crazy. We all do. We all sound crazy when we say this, but there's a reason why we say this. And when I say anons, I'm an anon, okay? I'm in that group. Right. But um, but they have made it. Some of them, some of the, some of the claims are just ridiculous, okay? Because I don't just because I'm an anon doesn't mean that I'm going to agree with every single anon, every decode, or every conspiracy, okay? It doesn't mean that. And I, in fact, don't believe what they believe because I'm going to have to see some kind of evidence about it or something that's going to have to – there's enough evidence in this JFK thing that has proven to me that I could feel like he is. I cannot prove he is dead. There is no bodies. There is no that's videotape. Right. The photographs are missing of the wreckage. The wreckage itself is missing. The bodies were taken. And cremated by someone who was very unethical, who uh, right. had a severe conflict of, of interest with his wife possibly running against him in the Senate run, right? Big conflict right. of interest, you could say. The weird burial at sea, the uh, Tiffany Blue Box, the 17, there were 17 people on that ship that buried him, which is very odd because Anon's. You know, point out that Q is the seventeenth letter of the alphabet, and also there's, That's right. there's no. Now, another thing about anons, though, is that this is a big controversy. Like I said at the first of the show, because Q point blank said, they said is JFK Jr. alive, and he said no, and it broke my heart when he said that. Okay, broke my heart, broke my heart. Yeah, but wait, wait, so wait. Were... No, what I heard, they said he said is JFK Jr. alive. He's now. Senior, because his father passed away, so he would be senior. So that was really like not really the question. If JF is JFK Jr. alive, no. What is JFK alive? Answer that one, right? Because his father died, he becomes JFK. He don't become Junior anymore. He's 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 the I man now. I don't know that. I don't know if that's is that really true because my son. Yes, yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, my son is a third. And it's on his birth certificate. Yeah, and his son is the fourth. So whether they're grandpa or whatever dots, he's still the third and he's still the fourth. Yeah, you but know? I don't think with Junior I don't think with Junior. Everybody knows him as JFK Junior. I mean, you know. Look at President Trump had a had on his desk squad an airplane of JFK. JFK's Junior's airplane on his desk. And now it's at Mar Lago. Took a win in the Mar Lago. So it's kind and of, I heard know, that he was using Kennedy's desk as well. I'm telling you. The famous one and that had the little place that Tiffany Blue Box. John. Yes. There was a famous desk that uh, Kennedy used, President Kennedy, and it had like a little secret spot in the front that John John would play it as a little child. And I believe that that is the presidential desk that Donald J. Trump used as well. 
Yes. I love Trump, man. <laughs> love Daddy Trump. You know what? A, man. I'm telling you, JFK, JFK himself would have been a fantastic president if he would have lasted because he was doing such good things for the country. He was the last of the good ones. You know what I mean? Reagan was all yeah. right, and then Trump. When I was a kid, my hero was Abraham Lincoln. Uh, I, all my reports were about Abraham Lincoln, but after the, Donald Trump, as soon as Donald Trump came down that escalator, I said, yo, that's my man right there. Everybody yo, was laughing. that's my man. Yeah, I said, okay, you left all you want. All of a sudden, I see the man knock the ball out of the box, the first debate. I was like, holy shit. Oh. But, uh, yeah, I think I JFK. Do, I do feel I think like he's alive. I really do. Yeah, I do feel like there's a plan, but this is kind of a real – okay. This is a little bit of a stretch. This is what I'm going to say. It's a little bit of a stretch, and I, I'm not basing this on any kind of evidence. Or anything. This is just a just a speculation. Your opinion, okay? Just yeah. Well, not even an opinion. So the way that I problem solve, and you, if you you said you watched my videos, right? So yes, of course. I'm a really, a really uh, serious journalist, and so I I I see things that other people don't see often that they miss, okay? And I. And I think that's what makes my research so good, you know, because I, I I usually report on things that other people just don't report on, you know. And yeah, uh, you do real you research, you do the right thing, like right. Like we used to talk about the we can't do that no more. <laughs> yeah, the way I do that though is I brainstorm and I just try to think of every possibility, you know, even no matter how crazy it is, you know, I try to think of every freaking scenario, no matter how insane it is, because that that's how I learned to, to think in college. That's that's how they taught me, you know, so it works. I like that. So some of my thoughts are a little bit bizarre, but getting back to the point, when I was researching, I didn't have a lot of time to research this show, okay? But while I was downloading it, these little clips, all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute. Didn't he write Biden a letter? I forgot about that letter. Because I, I was actually going through, and so I started going through the CIA vault, okay, after that. I pulled up the C- so here I went on a rabbit hole, you know. Got on the CIA yeah. vault, and this is why I don't have more of the research uh, prepared for tonight. So I was on the CIA black vault. Okay? <laughs> I'm a nerd like that. It was 180 pages long, all right. And I did not get through with it because I ran out of time. But I started going through looking for that Biden letter, and I was almost out of time. The show is beginning to start. So I said, "Damn, what's it?" So I duck that goaded and pulled it up on Reddit, and that's where I found that letter. But as I started reading that letter, I started thinking, and my mind just started just spinning, 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 spinning. And I thought, oh, my God, if this really plan, if this really is a plan, did spin it so that Hillary went down and Biden went down since he had a grudge and said that he was a traitor, which means he needs to die, right? Did they – Steer these players because they've been steering the bad players into making the moves that they want them to make. Okay, they've been pushing them and controlling their behavior. I understand this because I have three degrees in mental health, so I, I understand how they do and prompt and say certain things, and the left responds almost predictably. Okay, I mean it's they're just so predictable; they just have no imagination whatsoever. You know, is it possible that they're really such a plan? Between Trump, 
and JFK Jr. that is so crazy that it would involve getting Biden involved and taking him down like this because of that letter. I believe it. I hadn't really thought about that. I always thought of it as him getting revenge with Hillary, with, you know, kind of at that angle. But I never thought of it as a plan to also take down Biden. But then again, we always knew that Hillary was so freaking evil. You know, a lot of Biden just kind of, you know, got away with a bunch of crap. And he had that, uh, I'm with the Obala card too, you know, untouchable. Right. Well, Trump says we got them all. Trump says we got them all. We got them all. We got to go with him, you know? See, another thing is, is right after, and I want to say that it was, I don't want to say that it was like, I, want, I think it was like a month later. It wasn't very long after John F. Kennedy Jr. was in that wreck, supposed wreck, that Donald Trump was actually on the Larry, I want to say Larry King show. And right. he was talking about a letter that he had got, a handwritten letter in the mail from John John. And he said, because they were close friends, yeah, it was Larry King. There's a Larry King interview. And, uh, he said that uh, they're really close friends and that he received a handwritten letter from John John and said that it was probably the last thing that he ever did before he was in that crash or died or whatever he said. And the funny thing about it, though, was the date that he said on that interview weren't the correct dates. Right. Of when hmm. he would have still been alive, he would have still been alive when he mailed it. You see what I'm saying? If you right, go back and right. watch it, just all y'all people that are out there, type in Donald Trump and Larry King interview, okay? And it's about JFK Jr. And you'll yeah, put, I'm going to check that out, man. Yeah, and but when you listen to the dates, the dates don't match. And I caught that because I catch details like that, you know. And I'm like, whoa, wait, wait, that ain't right. That ain't right. <laughs> there you go. But Trump doesn't make mistakes like that. He's sharp. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, yeah. I don't know. He's, he's sharp as another a pack, thing man. Is, another thing is, and a lot of the, re- the reasons that Anon think that he is alive is because of a key post that was dated July 4th. Um, it said, uh, I think it was 1083. It said, look here. Or here or there, the truth is behind you. And that we assume is referring to a interview, a lost interview actually that's been found that was with Katie Couric and John F. Kennedy Jr. Hmm. And in that interview, he says verbatim, which is, you know, look here or here or there, you know. Which that's just not wow. something you hear very often put together. Is no, it? not at all. Not at okay, all. that was in the key drop. The other one was this R. They call it the R post. Okay, I don't have a copy of it. Alluded to the fact that that's when the plan started. Talk. This is where they came up with the idea that there was a plan between Trump and Kennedy because of the this post that was. I think it was on a, the boards. I'm not sure, but they call it the R post. Okay. So that's why – that's originally, I think, one of the things that started making people think that you know, he was in the key movement and why they keep saying stuff like he's vice president and all that kind of stuff. you know. 
But right. uh, I found that very interesting, for sure. Yeah, and he just, he's a fascinating guy, I'm telling you. And I could just break this down like a million times. Another reason that they think that it's him is because of this Fusca, this Fusca guy. And I'm going to play, I do have a clip about this Fusca guy, and then I want to talk about their cat uh, and their dog, too, because it has to do with this Vincent Fusca guy. And I'm, I'm going to play a, a real short clip real quick, okay? All right. Yeah, no problem. So getting back to the story. So we've got Vincent Fusca appearing. You know, people like me are just, I'm, man, I'm into this, you know? I, I'm literally, I, I don't watch the news. I don't watch TV. I don't even talk to my friends. I don't even get on Facebook. I am on this John Fusca 24-7 on YouTube. Everything I can find about it, I am obsessed. I go to bed at not listening to this stuff, you know, and so I was just like on it. I was, like I said, so convinced that Benson Fusca was JFK Jr. Even though he didn't look like him, I was still convinced that that was him. So he looked like uh, at, JFK Jr. and Robert De Niro had a kid. <laughs> so he's yeah. they're directly behind Trump, and you know nobody just gets behind Trump. You know he's got a VIP tag. You know he's it appears there's bodyguards sitting beside him. So you know you don't just sit behind Trump at a rally. You're strategically placed, especially where they're always placed at. Okay. Now what Anon's noticed that. John uh, Vincent Fusca keeps holding up the sign, and one rally says, Women for Trump. And on it in black marker, it says, Ruby Cute, C U T E. And everybody's just psycho because why? Because Carolyn's cat's name was Ruby. Now, I didn't know if the cat's name was Ruby Cute or just Ruby, but all I could find was it was Ruby. I thought for a while there that maybe Cute was the dog's name, but Friday is the dog's name. Now, it was Cute. The middle name for the cat could have been – could have called her Ruby Cute because I call her my dog Ivanka Melania, or sometimes I call her Sweet Pea. So you have different nicknames for your animals, like our cat Little Bit. Her name's Little Bit. We originally named her uh, Bonnie because there was a cloud that he died, so we kind of think that's bad luck. But we call her Little Bit Little Bit, but we also call her Tankles because when she got sick, she gained about 15 pounds, and she has big old giant Tankles now. So we call her Biscuit Bud or Tankles or you know Butterball. Yeah. You know, sometimes you call your name, your pet different names. So I could see them saying Ruby Cute, you know, Ruby Cute, here, kitty, kitty, come here, Ruby Cute. You know, I could see that. But I don't know. We don't well, know. I've you got, know that it is uh, kind of weird of all the names in the world that he has Ruby, her cat's name, on that sign. You know? So people are yeah, going on and they're trying to figure out what Ruby Cute is. But did you ever hear about the software program? Because a lot of people are saying that Ruby Cute is a computer programming term, which means that one set of code overtakes another set of codes by infiltrating it and then devouring it and rendering it useless with a new changed outcome. So I was like, what does that mean? I started picturing like a Pac-Man board, and you've got your little dots on there, so that would be like the old code. Then all of a sudden, in that middle trap door, here pops one of those little... Yeah, those little monsters, you know, on <laughs> Pac-Man, little Pac-Man monsters. They pop in there. They've infiltrated, right. infiltrated the computer, and then it's like they eat those little dogs like they're eating the old code, except just pretend like they're dropping down new codes, you know, that's their own codes. That would be kind of what that's saying. So is, does it mean that they have a software program called RubyCute? I don't know. I, I don't know. I really – couldn't find that much about it on my research. I mean, I only found one or two posts talking about this is what this Ruby Cute computer programming term was, but I couldn't find any 
definite information about this Ruby Cute. You know, what does Ruby Cute mean? Who is Ruby Cute? Why are you writing Ruby Cute on your sign? Tell us, Vincent, before I throw punch you. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> well, there's, uh, what do you there's think, something Ruby? else that could be accidents, or or is it? Um, it's probably a code message to somebody. And so then um, people are saying that the uh, that the uh, where we go one we go all that was signed by R on his post on HN that uh, that came off the bell that was on the boat of the Honey Fitz, which was JFK Senior's boat. So they were, and I believe this. I thought this was true, but. Thanks to Daddy Kyle Irvin, he set me straight, and I did some research on it today. And no, it wasn't uh, actually. Um, I can't find, if it is, I can't find any information, any pictures that I can find of that boat do not say that. But in the movie by, uh, what's that guy's name, Scott Free, called White Squall, there's that bell on this movie and on in the movie, this bell says where you go, where we go, when we go off. Now, why am I bringing up this Scott Free and White Squall? Well, let me go to the keyboard, which, by the way, it's QMap.pub for you people that are interested. So on QMap.pub, I'm going to go in here and I'm going to search for Q number 2565 and hit search. He has over 3,000 drops now. And Q wrote on uh, 2565, how many clues proofs until the fake news media wakes up? 2565. Scott free equals for we go one, we go all. Q zero plus equals Q plus. At what point do they wake up? So he leads us to Scott Free Production, which is Scott Free Productions. And Scott Free Productions made this movie called White Squall. And in the movie, White Squall, uh, this bell that's in the movie has the where we go when we go all. Okay? I haven't watched the movie yet, but uh, I think that the POTUS uh, also, I believe this is one of the key proofs. I didn't even write this in my notes, but while I'm thinking about it, let me pull up the Twitter uh, post it. POTUS had actually posted a post after that that said Scott, like he was, you know, making another Q proof to that, uh, and it's not pulling it up. But if you go to Twitter, you will find a uh, one of uh, one of Trump's posts. He wrote, wrote in there, and he, he spelt it weird. It said "Scott Free" as part of the text in it, but it seemed like it was alluding to, you know, the Q post, the Q drop, because a lot of times they match up, you know, and so. Right. When I look at that, I'm kind of like, well, what's he trying to tell us, you know? Uh, you know, what what is he, you know, what, what, what is he, what is this, what is the purpose of posting this, you know? Well, then I went, go ahead and go to, so that's 2565 on the key drop. But if you go to 2567, okay, let me pull it up. And don't be stupid, computer. It's just worldwide radio. No reason to skip here because it won't. My computer won't work, and my computer's froze up. Great.
Oh, no, I cut off the clip before it finished telling us what the post was about. <laughs> I, I should have cut that probably a little bit sooner than I did, but oh well. Uh, I don't even know why I went into that, but I guess it was because the um, the 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 legend is that supposedly that JFK Sr. had that bell on his boat that said, that where we go when we go all. So that's supposedly a tie to the Kennedys, so I don't know. I, uh, that's why a lot of people didn't, didn't uh, John F. Kennedy say that we go one, we go all. Was that one of his sayings, John F. Kennedy? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was. Yeah, I thought he said that in a speech or something. Oh well, that would make I'm a lot sure. of sense. That would really make a lot of sense right there. That would be really, and you know, it's really weird because when you go to Google Earth and you go to Type in President JFK Graves. It's a queue. It's a big old giant queue. It's really bizarre, you know. It is strange, ain't it? Right now, I was wondering about their dogs and their cats because they took these dogs and cats with them everywhere. And so I did a little research, and so the dog, same with Friday, he was a terrier, and they had a black cat named Ruby. Okay. So they always took these animals with them, and I found a lot of photographs of them getting on the planes. They always had their little carriers and their little, their little pets with them. But guess what? Guess who didn't take their pets on this trip? They didn't. Right. They, I guess they forgot, they forgot their instructor, and they forgot their flat log, and they forgot their animals. Okay. Well, they said that two years after <clears throat> JFK Jr. reported uh, the reported death of him. That this dog, this purebred dog, was placed in the custody of a former Kennedy aide, and I cannot say his name, but it looks like Ephigeno Panario or something like that. It's a real crazy name. Uh, e p h i g e n i o, and the last name is P i n h e i r o. So, but uh, it says that the exact site of his home has been kept a secret. Hmm. And, and uh, some more notes that I had, I had, I had some notes down that maybe it was in South, moved to South America. This guy might have been from South America. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. Where the, the dogs, and cat just disappeared. <laughs> you know, nobody could find them. You don't go nowhere without your pets. You don't go anywhere without your pets. You know what I'm saying? They always took their pets. So, I mean, I go, I don't, we usually don't leave. Like, my husband and I don't even hardly ever get to vacation together because of our pets. We have so many pets. And so, one of us usually has to stay here, you know? And so, that really sucks because we can't take 50 something animals with us, you know? No, hell no. We have a lot of animals. That's probably why I'm so tired because it's cracked dawn. I'm up with roosters. Yeah, I know. I have 34 chickens. Yeah, I have 29 hens. I have five roosters. I have five dogs. I have six indoor cats, and I have about probably about 20 feral cats I take care of. Wow. So, yeah, we're fixing to get three of them fixed. I think we, we're almost to the point of catching them. But, yeah, that's just bizarre. They always have these cat carriers and you know dog carrier with them and, and all these pictures. And then all of a sudden on this particular trip, they just didn't do it, you know. Now this this 
Giska guy. He never ever looked like uh, he didn't look like John Johnny Dollar to me. So I thought this is ridiculous, and he was too short. Because John John was a lot taller than that, and this guy was short. But there are some reports that have seen two different Giskas, and the one of them is taller. And he supposedly does weird things like he has all these trumpets already. He has these signs all over his car. He just looks crazy to say he's John F. Kennedy Jr. It just looks – you look crazy when you say that. But the lady that he's always with, is she's identical. She just looks identical to his wife. I mean identical. The teeth, everything. I just – I'm just convinced it's her. It just it, – it is. you know. And then people pointed out. They were like, oh, look. There's John John, there's his wife, there's the sister. These must be their kids, you know. Oh, well, that sounds crazy as hell, but you know they the kids really do could be they look like one the little one of them looks like uh the mother definitely. Definitely looks just like a little little miniature Jacqueline, you know. So I don't know. I don't know what to think about all that. that. And that's not proof. That's just speculation. But I just wanted to point out why some people believe that, and and they have a valid reason for thinking this. You know, right? And then the autopsy itself is just bizarre. You know that that right there is like you. That was the first thing you said. That's just you know. Yeah. And you know, isn't it funny that the Papa Saratoga? Didn't have any flight recorder available. Also, I don't know if I brought that up. Yes, you brought that up. That's that's strange right there. That's strange right there. There's a lot of strange things that happened that night. Well, just the whole black box and the beacon thing going on right there alone is enough to investigate. You know that this something's not right with this. <laughs> something's not right. Well, Nope, and you're not, you know you got to you got to go down the rabbit hole. You really do, because you'll you'll never they they're not going to tell you anything. Nobody's going to say anything. You know what I mean? You got to go down the rabbit hole once in a while. That's true. That is very very true. And I have some really good notes that I printed out that were real detailed about the uh, Martha's Vineyard and all kinds of different. Uh, Things that people reported but were were untrue. However, my printer printed out in little bitty tiny font, and I'm just too tired. My eyes are too strained to be able to read that tonight, so I'm not even going to try. I am just whipped. Oh, you have to go uh, that's all. <laughs> I usually drink coffee before the show so I can stay real alert, but tonight I was coughing. I had a sore throat. About 30 minutes before the show, I could barely even talk. My throat was just – I have Hajimoto's, and I have a whole bunch of, uh, like, tumors on my thyroid. Oh, I don't know why they haven't removed them yet. And I've already had to have one vocal cord surgery, so it's just it's horrible. So it's been – my Hajimoto's has been acting up really bad, so my throat's, like, all just miserable. And then they chemtrailed the hell out of it, so I'm coughing up all that crap like everybody else. But I went in there about 30 minutes before the show – Made a cup of mullein, which is a plant that I picked myself and dried. Made me a great big, two big old strong cups of mullein with uh, lemon, honey, and fresh squeezed orange in each one of them. And uh, now my good. throat doesn't hurt. I haven't coughed the, the whole show, knock on wood. 
and uh, I'll probably be feeling a lot better tomorrow because that's a, like a really good medicine, really good. Yes, honey's honey's very good for you. Right, we use local honey from uh, the farm. Honey farms like literally less than a. If you drive around, it's about three miles, but if you cut across the field, it's only a mile. You know, so it's very local, very local. So that really helps with our allergies. You know. But anyways, I really appreciate you calling. If anybody else wants to call in, it looks like we do have a call. I'm going to put them on right now. And All right. Hello, Hello, caller. Welcome to Wolfpack Radio. Hello. Hi. How's it going? Can you hear me? Good. Yeah. What's your name? So how are you doing overall? Great. <laughs> Where are you from? Texas. Good. Where are you from? Kathy, are you there? Tell me about yeah, are you, all the gifts and skills and abilities you have. And I don't want you to censor and sort it out. Excuse me? You cut out. Tell me about all the gifts and skills and abilities you have. Am I here? Yeah, I just, uh, like, what do you mean? <laughs> and you believe that you, you just have no redeeming qualities, no nothing? Do I believe that about myself? No. I'm almost narcissistic. I would never believe that about myself. Good. No. I believe in myself that's a lot okay. more than anybody. <laughs> really? Well, that's because yeah, I'm never going to let myself down. I'm a go-getter. I don't give up. I'm not a wimp, and I'm not okay. afraid, and I always do the right thing. Really? So there's... That's a load of crap. <laughs> Ooh, Uh-oh. Okay. So we... Tell me about <laughs> all the gifts and skills and abilities Control. you have. Gifts, tape? skills, and abilities. Well, why don't you tell me about your gifts, skills, and abilities? I'm not that special. No. What the f- <laughs> Sometimes we get people that cuss Jesus you, and they're in safe pornography. Oh, yeah. What do I'm I asking do? you, how do you feel about what you do? I feel great about what I do. I'm a mother of five and a housewife. I have chickens, oh, animals that I take care of, and I love my life, and I do a podcast and try to help people. What's wrong with that? You know what? What you just said is articulate, it is intelligent, and it is logical. There's not a thing wrong with what you just said, and God bless you for claiming that right. Thank you. Go and be Thank well. Thank Thanks you. for your call. Thank you, sir. <laughs> that was interesting. I, I've had some horror callers. Where I, we had people. We had a. We were doing a prayer, trying to pray one time. This person just started cussing, and oh my god, we've had like on resistance radio, we had like the worst calls. Oh my god, and there were sometimes I lost my temper, and then I started screaming and cussing back at them. And one time we were praying and all this stuff, and then like five minutes later, I lost my temper, was screaming and cussing right after we were praying. <laughs> it was horrible. Wow. <laughs> Hey, we get some losers on here. We get some good callers, and we get hey, some losers. You know, let you me know. just tell you 
are we on? Are we are we on the radio right now? Because I just want to tell yeah. you, your viewers, you have five kids. You're in great shape. You look fantastic. Yeah, you look I'm great. Five kids. You look fantastic. My oldest child is 38 years old. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No, I don't feel like I should be that old. I don't feel like you don't, I look that you old. You don't look so. that old. You don't look that old at all. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I never did anything in particular. Just. I guess no, I'm just, just saying, that in case anybody's never LPG. seen you, you know, just want to let them know that you, you know. Anyway, well, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Says, you, know how, you know how I stay in shape? You know how I stay in shape? Because I got, I got some muscles. Like I have some really great muscles. It's because I, I carry 50-pound feed bags and, and bales of hay and shovel and garden. And, you know, and so what I'm, I like to stay, last three days I've picked daffodils. But instead of bending over incorrectly and hurting my back more, I try to do squats, you know, so I build my butt, my legs, my stomach muscles. Because I don't like to do sit-ups because I'm lazy like that, so I just do squats, you know, because that does it all at the same time and doesn't hurt your back. You look fine. Do don't stuff. worry about it. You Thank look fine. You. you look fine. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff I do to stay in shape, though. I just do yard therapy. <laughs> that's all you I, got. I so you ain't like got time to do eater. anything else. You ain't got time I like my weed eater. I pretend like my weed eater is my rifle. And if I get tired and quit before my battery's dead, then I'm not strong enough to go on patrol with my militia and carry my AR. So you can better believe that I weeded until that battery is dead <laughs> every time. That's it's right. Like a train. That's how I roll, you know. So, yeah, that was kind of a strange That's phone call a little while ago, wasn't it? I guess I'm glad I yeah, that answered that question correctly for our caller. That was kind of a weird question. Yeah, it's an easy, easy answer though. <laughs> yeah, what do I do? Yeah, got a good answer. I'm a mother. I take care of cats and clean chicken shit all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I thought when he said that, I thought he meant my like any psychic abilities or discernment or yeah, that's what I, I thought he. That's spiritual that's gifts. Exactly what I thought he said. Was thinking and anyway. I'm kind of, and I'm kind of private about that, you know. And I'm kind of, and we're not really. I mean, every pretty much anyone who's around me knows I'm very empathic, but I don't know. Just this show wasn't about that, you know. So I was like, what? That's why I was kind of like, huh? Like, what do you mean? Like, are you talking about some of the TikToks I did about the dreams I've had? <laughs> you know, what do you mean? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I put some stuff out there, you know, on TikTok. You know, like, uh. <laughs> and I'm proud of what I've done. Are you talking about Willie Nelson? What are you talking about? You know, no, I'm not proud. <laughs> Jesus, why do you think it was a dirtbag video? <laughs> yeah, I see. I see that. I see Willie Nelson at your house. Yeah, it was a dirtbag video. House? Was that your house? <laughs> yeah, that's no, cool, that man. was Willie Nelson. No, actually, the one where I'm sitting on his lap was on the Honeysuckle Rose too, which was the second bus he got after the Honeysuckle Rose. And let's see, the other one was in. Austin at Pertinale's at his golf course, golf course where he has like a – well, I don't know if he still has it. This was 20 years ago, but he used to have a bunch of brick houses there around the golf uh, course, and they had a like a recording studio there and a big old giant swimming pool. It's like badass, you know? It's like so badass. Wow. And then right down the road from the uh, – well, his sister Bobby lived there in one of those brick houses right there on that golf course. And he always parks his bus there too, so it's kind of like a hangout spot, you know. And then, uh, but right down the road from there, he actually has a private ghost town, and that's another hangout spot because the saloon is called World Headquarters, so it's like where everybody parties at. 
So insider shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that sounds like cool stuff, though, you know? Yeah. Was, I don't got that was, stuff here. I'm, I'm in New York. I, I don't got that stuff. Yeah, well, it was a, it was a, it was a definitely a exciting chapter in my life, and that's that's all it was. It was just a chapter, you know. It was I was like oh, just a, one of the. That's a nice chapter. Pretty nice. It's <laughs> a high point, anyway. Definitely, definitely many, got, got some bragging many, rights. Many. Yes, you do got bragging rights. Definitely got bragging rights on that one, and I also. Uh, Got to give a lot of people some good memories, like my mother and other people who that was her idol, you know. Yeah. And the so highway then, man, you know, man. They, Johnny Cash, well, and right, yeah, definitely cool stuff. So I, you know, she got to meet him and go on his bus and get his house and all that stuff, you know. So. Definitely perks. Cool. <laughs> definitely perks. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Doesn't hurt. I wish I could get his publicity for my show. That would be nice, but unfortunately, it would be a uh, demographic that we don't want here because right. Whitley is a diehard liberal who holds hands with Obama and Hillary and Biden. God, now you just turn me off. Ugh. Well, you know, when I used to hang around with him, I wasn't into politics, so it didn't matter to me. Politics. You know, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't mean anything to me because I didn't. I wasn't into politics at that time. I was young, and you know we didn't have cell phones back then. Thank God, you know, thank God. <laughs> yeah. We just had old-fashioned cameras and paparazzi, you know. So, anyways, I guess we got a little bit off subject uh, here, and I'm sure my listeners don't care because they love me and they just like to tune in and they miss me. So, I've been getting a lot of messages, wanting, especially on my YouTube. People wanting me to do more videos, but it takes several years for me to do research on these videos, and I just checked my TikTok a while ago, and I had like 35,000 likes on this one video. It's crazy. It's got going viral. That's a lot of likes, Good. right? Yeah, that's a That is a lot, lot of likes. likes. That, is a, that is a lot of likes. I'm like, holy shit, you know? I know one video that I, I didn't do research on, I don't have videos on, you know, <laughs> is I was just talking, and that's the one that everybody's like, part two, part two. I'm like, well, not really a part two. I just I told you everything in part one. You know? <laughs> it was just a story, but I did put a part two that was pretty damn good. So uh, if y'all get a chance to go check out TikTok, it's Real Hurricane and O six, and uh, it's pretty good. It's about a sex trafficking ring in Central Texas, and it's very disturbing. It has to do with Fort Hood and a place called Uncle Sam's Snuff Factory, and it's just horrifying. Wow. And it also talks about the portal from hell being right here in this area, which I do believe is true. I'm going to check it out. There, did you you hadn't watched those videos? I watch a lot of your videos. I follow you on Rumble. I you know I watch a lot of your TikTok videos, but I don't know if I've oh, seen yeah, that one. They're, they're pinned. They're pinned at the very top. It's one's called Portal to Hell, and the other one. The other one says Uncle Sam's Snuff Shop Stuff Factory. That's part two, and then uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. That uh, wow, yeah, that one oh, total scale. It's like it has almost nineteen hundred comments, and every single one of them say the same thing. Like they lived there, they felt the same way. I'm right, you know, about that that being the it's a creepy, creepy place, you know. 
It's just, it's a vibe. Uh, I described it in the video, but you'll have to go check it out. But the comments are pretty overwhelming because when you've got 1,900 comments and half of those people, yeah. half of those comments are saying the same thing, validating it, you know that's a creepy-ass place, you know? And I was yeah. going to cover uh, – I was going to do a part uh, – another part on it and cover that last year there were 39 murders or missing soldiers or suicided wow. on Fort Hood just last year. There's, But I started researching it. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds every year, every year, and I'm just – it's crazy. It's so many. It's so much more than you realize, you know, and I was just blown away by this statistics, but I'm like I don't really want to dig into this because – that was the first base that had a – the first, as far as I know, first military base to have an official Wiccan group, you know, so they're witches. And uh, uh-uh. I, I live here, you know, I don't want to – I'm not trying to investigate that, you know. I mean I guess I yeah. should since I live here, but I have children, and, you know, I just – Yeah, you don't shoot the backyard. People like that, or they, they don't play. <laughs> they're dangerous people, you know. So, I mean, I just made a little video. I had no idea it was going to go freaking viral, you know? He's probably the one oh, I didn't good. want to go viral. <laughs> the one that went viral. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. The one I wanted to go viral, which it kind of has because uh, it's, it's had a lot of views. It's had 117,000 views. Uh, it's the wow. one about the truth about California, and that one's pinned as well. And that's really good because uh, I'm going to do my next show. Pro- one of my next shows is going to be covering – what that video talks about, because I really am getting so much information out to people in California that's helping them so much. Uh, all these people don't even know what's going on there, but there was actually the biggest uh, nuclear meltdown in American history happened right there above L.A. in Simi Valley, and they kept it secret for wow. 50 years. And there's thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people died of cancer for all these years, you know, still. And all the people in the comments, and there's a lot of comments too because there's uh, – let's see. I can't, how many comments are there? There's a lot. Okay, I can't tell because I can't see it. Oh, 800 – oh, 673 comments, and they're all – so many of them are saying they just thought everyone had cancer because that's all they see around them, Right. everyone around wow. them. So they don't understand like here in Texas where we're – oh, yeah, I know somebody that had it, you know, or so-and-so's dad yeah. had it, you know. My dad had it, hmm. but not everyone in the family. You know what I'm saying? Not like what they're talking about. Right. It's crazy. And so I break all that down, how the government kept that a secret and all this stuff that happened. But there's a lot more than that too because uh, all these government sites I cover in my videos are all – all these military sites, they're all on ancient Indian sacred sites. Wow. Hmm. And so I cannot wait… And so I was trying to talk, and I wanted to go over this show tonight. I was like, oh, I can't wait to go over that. That's going to be so big. <laughs> but I, and then I wanted to go over the this one, uh, and I'm, I've got to. I want to do all these shows. Maybe this week, I want to cover this, um, and probably my next show. I, I think I will be doing over the Vincent Strategy Group. And this is, I think, about my third or fourth show that I've done on this email that was leaked out. During WikiLeaks from Hillary Clinton to this uh, salvage company, and it's crazy what they were trying to do to get her to win against Trump, and it goes all the way down to every single thing that's happening right now from COVID 
to Black Lives Matter to uh, possible nuclear attacks to aliens. Every bit of that is listed. Weather warfare, all of it is listed as their suggested strategies. And so I'm going to probably be covering that tomorrow night. I'm going to do a show, and I think I am going to be covering that. Uh, if you'd like to join in, I'll be. Sure. I'm going to go ahead and schedule that for eight o'clock because I really want to cover the spins of strategies. And like I said, this show is more or less just a practice show because I haven't, I didn't, I haven't even logged into my studio in seven or eight months. Okay, <laughs> I didn't. It took me hours just to figure out my password to get onto my laptop today. <laughs> yeah, I hate those passwords. <laughs> Yes. Well, I haven't done a show in a long time. I just uh, well, kind of go by my gut feelings too. You know when to do a show and when not to. And that little voice inside of you that says, "Now it's time," you know. And I just felt like tonight was the night to get on the air. And I picked the worst night when I was sick and I was busy and did not have the time to do all the research that I probably needed to do, but. I think I know enough about JFK Jr. to have a pretty good little show about it. So, I think it's a fine show. I think you did a good job. Well, thank you very much. You did too. Doesn't mean that I will be probably not be keeping this show. We'll probably redo this show, okay? <laughs> this is a practice <laughs> show. That's why I allowed myself to get off topic like we did, you know, because I can delete them or not at delete them or I can save them and then edit out the parts I don't want to and re-download it, you know? Right. So that's one of the good things about going live. See, they don't get the broadcast for 24 hours on Apple or the other podcast stuff. So this won't be airing until tomorrow on Apple. Well, you got a good voice for it, that's for sure. You got one of those nice voices. Reminds me a little bit like Carol Miller. We used to have a DJ here, Carol Miller. I really appreciate that. I was when I first started doing radio. Um, Joseph Bernard wanted me to be a guest on Resistance Radio because he had seen I had viral videos that were going around, and uh, one of them was extremely viral. And uh, and he wanted me to come on his show. He wanted to interview me on his right. show. Well, I ended up being the co-host for that show, and I'm still associated with that show. And so. Uh, so that's how I originally got on there, but I was really paranoid about going on to the air because I was – my voice had been all scratchy and hoarse, and, but I didn't know that I had these – I didn't know I was having all these issues. Like I, I had to have two surgeries for my gallbladder, two different surgeries. My gallbladder was so bad that it was having reflex going all over my throat, and it actually damaged my vocal cords. Wow. So I had to have vocal cords because they wouldn't treat me. I kept telling them it was my freaking gallbladder. And they left me like that for like five years, so I almost died, you know. And then they had to do two emergency <laughs> surgeries, you know, these assholes. But uh, so I was real paranoid about my voice. And when I would go to the drive-thru or when people call me, I'll say, they'll be like, can I help you, sir? At the drive-thru, they're always like, can I help you, sir? And I'm like, I was so paranoid to go on the radio. And then I got so many compliments on my, yeah. on my voice, and I was shocked because that was my uh, – you know how everybody has that one insecurity – that one thing yes. that they're just so insecure about, well, that was mine. And so when, when you don't even know that and you complimented me, I really appreciate that. And uh, no. so, yeah. Tell, tell it like it is, man. You know, I try to win. Right. And then this uh, – uh, I wonder how much of this chemtrails and stuff is the reason why we're sick, like me getting Hajimoto's, you know? I mean, yeah. I like chemtrails. <laughs> 
see a lot of that. Obama killed the hell out of this. Yeah, that's another subject. I don't even want to get into Obama. Biggest hoax in the history. <laughs> right. So you know? I'm going to um, send you links for this show for tomorrow night for this business strategy group so you have time to overlook it. It's mind-blowing, okay? You're going to die laughing when you see the cool shit they write about Trump supporters in there. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. they say that if you even sneeze wrong – that Hillary Clinton uh, supporters wouldn't even show up to vote. But they said that essentially that Trump supporters would literally crawl through glass during a war that nothing short of a alien invasion will stop them from voting. <laughs> hey. That's all men. That's all men. That's how it is. That's how it is. Yeah. 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 I know. I, I read the comments. I, I'm like, boy, what are these guys thinking of? They actually think Joe Biden is doing a good job. Are you kidding me, man? Come yeah, on. Well, most of them are. But what people don't understand is how 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 much we're infiltrated and um and how many bots are out there. So it looks like there's so many people yeah. and there's not, you know. And I understand yeah, this because I used bots. to be. Yeah. I once in a former life before this. No, it was in this life. <laughs> but I was totally different <laughs> when my husband and I first got married. We were addicted to a game called Mobsters, okay? And for one year solid, we didn't we didn't do anything, okay? We just smoked cigarettes and sat and ate and drank coffee and played this game twenty four. He almost got fired from his job as an engineer because he couldn't stop this game. We had cops that wouldn't even do their job because they're in their patrol car on their laptop playing mobsters. Okay, it was horrible. We were so addicted, wow. we were like crack addicts, and we were all like. Had really good jobs and everything, you know, professionals. Yeah. But we were addicted to this game, mobsters. And I was a god. Me and Keith and I were godparents. We were the godfathers. I was a godmother. Okay. So we had like, oh, I'm still friends with my mobster friends too. I'm still friends with them. And uh, yeah, I met with people from Washington and I mean, all, from all over, like in person, from all over America. Forget this uh, mobster game. We were just junkies, but in this game, I mean, we were really, really good, and we went and fought these other mobs and. You know, we had the Germans, we had the Irish, you know, it was crazy. And uh but we had bots, okay? And with these bots we ran bots for our accounts and every uh you know, I could have them post stuff, I could have it collect bounties, I could have it do hits, you know, I could play bounty ball with these bots. There's so many things you could do with bots, you know? And so when you all you have to do is just you log them all in and you just keep them running all the freaking time, you know? And so it's once you see, I mean, I bet I had a hundred bots going for mobsters for my. I'd run them for all my, everyone that was in our mob. I would run bots for them, you know, so they could get more money right. in their account, so they would be richer, so that we would be, you know, you know, stack it, stack at the game, so we had a better chance of winning, you know. Well, it's yeah. no different. That's what they're doing. They're bounty balling us, you know. They're 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 playing mobsters on us with their bots. So it looks like there's. 350,000 people following him, but in reality, they've opened all these uh, they've opened all these companies where they get people to do follows and like and add accounts, you know, so you can, you can pay to get followers, you can pay to get views, you know, but they're just running their bots on those accounts. That's all it is. Wow. So you see these accounts with like, like, uh, wonder how Joe Biden got so many people on his Twitter or how one of these Celebrities has only millions and millions of people. You know, they paid for that. They paid for those numbers. They don't really have that many fans. No. 
it's propaganda. No, I don't think they do either. So that's what they don't understand is that China freaking owns us. They don't understand this. People do not understand this. They do not understand the depth and the width and the scope of what China has done. You know, I do. I do understand it. That's that's why I'm on the radio all the time, all the time. I'm being interviewed all the time on some kind of channel about China. Okay, stand them. I understand what they're doing. I understand their play, and they are sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Oh, but see, I started yeah. following sports. I did a China video about four years ago, and every time I post this video up to of this recording, when they called me, China called me, I get banned. Okay, they actually had a consulate in Chicago, and after I posted my China video exposing them for their ports called China Real Game of Thrones, it's on YouTube on Wolfpack Radio. They and I did my Long Beach one, which also covered China. They called me. I kept it. I have a recording of this. They called me, and it's in Chinese, and then it's in American, and then it's in Chinese again, and it's from the consulate of the Chinese consulate of Chicago trying to serve me papers. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty terrifying, actually. You know, I can because a lot of people don't understand it. I try to tell. As a matter of fact, I was telling you I had that real viral video. You know, the viral video that Joseph wanted me. I think uh, that Trump had actually. Uh, that was before Trump. No, that wasn't the Trump. I don't think – I don't know. That might have been the one that Trump uh, – I think that was before Trump. I think it was another viral video. But anyways, there was a viral video I had that, uh, later on that was uh, that President Trump shared on Facebook. So that one went super viral, you know. And in it, I was talking about TPP, Trans-Pacific Partnership, okay? And in the TPP, what I was trying to explain to them – which this video was actually like not supporting Ted Cruz because Ted Cruz uh, was running in the primary against Donald Trump, and he <laughs> had some falsehoods on his story. Uh, although I do like him now, his story, you know, about his TPP, you know, he was supporting TPP, and which people don't understand that. And I try to explain this video with TPP. All right, if I get in trouble right now, I live in, in Bell County in Texas. Okay, so if I go to court, I would go to court in Temple. Texas, or we'll go to court in Bell County. You see what I'm saying? But yeah. under TPP, I might be going to court for China here in Temple. Wow. Exactly. Uh-huh. Terrifying. And now yes, they're already – you see all these police stations. Well, they've silenced me. They've kept me banned or kept my accounts closed for years, okay? So I couldn't tell people about this, okay? They've kept me just silenced. And uh, and now people are leaking about these police stations in New York, Florida, different places with Chinese police stations. But uh-huh. I, I already knew they were doing that when they had the freaking consulate trying to serve me. But see, that's eerily what they were talking about with TPP, how China will be able to – you know. Per- prosecute you, huh? And huh. Uh, you know, people don't even realize when this bill is up, what's in it? You know, that's the thing. And they this was everything. going on during this was during Obama. During Obama, wow. I mean, this is this TPP's been going on for a while. There's a Trans-Pacific Partnership. You know, people don't even know about it. So it's really crazy. You know, and then, and then I'm getting calls from the consulate trying to serve me. And I think the only reason they even uh, – I don't know. It, it's pretty scary. That's pretty scary. That is scary. I would be I'd be kind of nervous. I was nervous because um, 
I was nervous. I was terrified. And I went to the Grand Canyon to interview the people of the Grand Canyon because I wanted to know if China, if it was true that they had gave money, because I had evidence that they did loan money to, I don't know, it's a Wallapai, Wallapai Indians or whoever has the, uh, I think it's the Wallapai Indians at the Grand Canyon, uh, Skywalk. They had borrowed money from China, and this Chinese designer had designed this skywalk, from my understanding. And so they were in debt, so that actually China – the reports were that China would own part of the Grand Canyon. Come on. And so I went up there – no. That was really? the report that they owned part of the Grand Canyon, that they actually owned part of the Grand Canyon. And I had to find out if this is true, okay? So you know, I had to get on a plane, right? And I had to fly from Texas to Arizona, stayed in Nevada, went back to Arizona, drove to the Grand Canyon, and I investigated this. Well, they did take a loan. I got it confirmed from China, but they claim that it is paid in full. So that now China I has I hope it's paid in full. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what the Indians told me. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But that's just what they told me, you know. I didn't go back and check anything. Like, I, how could I really, you know? But yeah, I was real interested. Well, while I was there investigating them, I took the, I had to pay for the skywalk and all that crap so I could get in there and get access to these people, right? You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. I had to go mosey around there. And so I went on the three tour thing where you go to three different places. Well, I'm scared of heights, all right? I fly, but I'm scared of heights. And I didn't want to go anywhere into that rim at all. I was staying hell back. But on this, I think it was like the third spot. There was this place that you could climb up really easy on the rocks. It was real flat, up a little real flat, you know. And I could see myself sitting on my bed sliding down. Because <laughs> I'm way too scared to walk down, you know. <laughs> and it was really high. And I've got some great videos of it, by the way. And so uh, I got all the way to the very top, and I was just looking down. And it was just gorgeous. I had just never had done anything like this. I'm scared of heights. And I thought, oh my God, if any Chinese people come up here, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be so scared, and I'll be damned. And it was hard to get where I was at, you know what I mean? And uh, all of a sudden, I looked over, and I seen like two or three of them coming my way. And I was <laughs> freaking, dude, I freaked out. Like, it was crazy. My heart was beating. I was so scared. My hands were sweating. I was sweating. I just stood there, and I pressed hard as I could up against that rock. And I was like, you're going to have to drag. They're going to have to drag me. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. This is why I've always been scared of pots. They're going to fucking throw me off in the air. And I'm so high. I just made a video where I was like, I'm at the top of the world. One of those videos, you know? That's yes, how yes, high yes. I was. I was so scared. And they just oh. walked right past me. Like never even looked at me, and as soon as they passed me, I got off that thing as fast as I could. I was scooting, scooting, scooting on my bed all the way down the rock. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was so scared. And of course, they just didn't even look at me. You know what I'm saying? But so I was just just paranoid. But it was it was in my mind it was real, you know, because that was really scary. That call, you know. Uh, I, and, I don't think anybody uh, wouldn't be scared. And at the time, nobody even realized that China owned the Port of Long Beach. Wow. Nobody was even talking about it at all. One of the most famous YouTubers at the time was iPod, and I even emailed iPod and sent him a copy of one of my videos, and he even talked about it on his show. That he, he, How had he overlooked it? How had he not known that? That's what he said in his video. Well, because nobody knew about it. Nobody was reporting it at all. 
It was a total shock when I found out that China owned the port of Long Beach, which is connected to the port of Los Angeles. Wow. I know, it's like I described in my video, in China video. I did the China video first because I said I have to do the China video first. I have a lot of other cooler stories, but if you don't understand what's happening with China, you do not understand what's happening at all. So that's right. why I held off forever till I got that. It took me three years to do that video, okay? I held off, held off, held off. I mean, I worked hard when all the way to Australia. So I'm in Australia. I find out that China's bought up all these ports and all this farmland and all this stuff, and I'm freaking out, thinking, what the hell? How could they buy a port you know, in another country, right? Oh, well, I that shouldn't be allowed. That's when I realized, I found out that they were buying up all these ports and uh, that they had started doing this maritime. Uh, what they were doing was they – they were redoing this, the old Silk Road, okay? So they're going in, drug sure, trading. But what they do is they do debt truck deals. They go into this country. They work on the infrastructure. They give them these great big giant loans for this dam that they just these people just don't need, but they convince them they have to have. You know, They go into debt. As soon as they start doing all that, they never hire – China never hires from the country. Like say it's Kenya, right? They're never going to hire Kenyans. They only hire Chinese. And then they come in and they militarize where they own. They always do this. Okay, they always do this. And then what they're doing is they're also taking countries and uh, saying, "Hey, when you vote at the UN, if you don't vote with us, then you're not. We're not going to do this for you, or this for you, or this for you. You know, or this for you. You know." So they're buying UN votes, coercing them through debt trap deals like Sri Lanka's. Literally, China owns it now, you know, pretty much. So what, what? while they were doing all this infrastructure on land and taking over all this Europe, all Europe, Africa, you know, nobody's noticing this, okay? Nobody's noticing this. But what they're also not noticing is while they're doing that, they're simultaneously doing a maritime Silk Road. So not only are they doing a Silk Road on land across Eurasia, they're doing one across the entire – every ocean of the world. Yes, and they're I've systematically yeah. buying up all the ports. But when we committed treason was when Clinton allowed them to take both sides of the Panama Canal. There are seven strategic tactical strongholds in the ocean, seven strategic chokeholds. One of them is the Panama Canal okay, that can literally tie up and block all the shipping and cripple America. China owned all seven of the maritime and had blocked of all the chokeholds. People don't understand. They control, so, the, they control all the shipping. Exactly. So Nothing four and gets in nowhere. Ago, four and a half years ago, I'm coming out saying, quit looking at Russia. It's like John John said, look here, look here, not there, you know? So look here, look here, Russia, Russia, Russia. Don't look here, China, okay? China. All right, that's what it's really about. It's never been about Russia. So while they're doing all this, a lot of people don't realize that Bush Sr. was in on it with them. He set everything up for all these bases to be closed. Clinton comes in, finishes the job, goes in, demolishes the port of Long Beach, and hands it over to Obama. This was one of our biggest naval bases that we had been using for over 50, 60 years, or no longer than that, 100 years. There were all these different wars, 
and it was also a deep sea base because there's a great big giant tunneling underneath there. It was originally reported as a submarine, a deep sea base in the early 1900s, but then they quickly changed the narrative. So that was the first fake news I ever really found, you know, evidence of, right. which is really kind of cool to find that. But so we know that this is that this is submarine capable. Okay, most people don't know that, because they don't care. Well, anyway, he comes in, gives them the Port of Long Beach, which is a naval base. They turn into a container, second biggest container thing. They have little if no oversight whatsoever. Anyone who stood up against them. He ran through this without any of the security finances or any of the checks, the balances, the investigations, all the stuff that the committees that you're supposed to have to do all this. Clinton bypassed all of it and literally committed just open treason. And if you go watch C-SPAN, American hero, fighter, uh, he was uh, in, the, in World War II or whatever, Duke Cunningham, and then he ended up being a senator or representative. I don't remember. I think it was senator. Duke Cunningham. He was an American hero. Right? Uh, American pilot for, for our wars, a hero, all-American guy, and he stood up to, to – and you can watch it on C-SPAN where he stood up and fought about telling how China is corrupt, how he's doing this, how this is treason, how you know all this corrupt shit that they, this China has been doing with the shipping and, and all this stuff. So what do they do? They prosecute him and put him in jail for some bullshit, IRS or whatever crap they drummed up on him. They made an example uh, to everybody else in the House and the Senate. What happens if you stood up to the Clinton machine, okay, in China? Because the Clintons were China. That's what people don't understand. So they took over. So they took over that port with little or no oversight since 1991. Since 1991, China has had the port. They had a 99-year lease under eight years of Clinton, under eight years of Bush. Little or no oversight coming in and out with thousands and thousands and thousands of containers every single day with God only knows what's in it. Then Trump wow. comes in while they're saying that China is mad at Trump, the media, because of tariffs you know, and this and that. What's really happening is with Homeland Security, Trump went in and forced China to sell the Port of Long Beach and took it away what's from that's good. That's what really happened. That's huge because you don't understand. This is the biggest crime syndicate. This is, Port of Long Beach is – that's it. You know, There's so much evil there. Oh, my God. So – and it's even more than that. That's what was really going on with China and Trump, okay? And so when you're talking China, you're talking about Pelosi. You're talking about Camilla Harris. You're talking about Gavin Newsom. You're talking about Biden, no. you're talking about Feinstein, all owned by him, okay? By China. So that's one of the reasons they hated him and went against him so freaking bad, all right? So now, uh, so I had to watch the water on my YouTube, which was about them owning the port of Long Beach and about Trump taking it back, right? Well, guess right. what happens when Joe gets in office? Guess what? Who pulls my video off YouTube? YouTube does, right? So you know what that means? That means that China has the port back again. So I started researching it, and sure enough, they, they're running access. And so you can – these shortages, these are not an accident. These are planned. Of course it is. This shipping, I told everybody two and a half years ago, this is going to happen. Trump told us. Trump told us what was going to happen. 
He said it. Everything he says is <laughs> it's spot on. Yeah, he's he's always right. I swear we're gonna have he's to do one about him being a time traveler. <laughs> sometimes I wonder. Yeah, yeah. Let's go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> That's all I do. I just go down them and I never get out of them though. That's a sad thing, you know. I find more and more and more. My son goes like down I got the rabbit Disney. hole. When I was investigating Disney, I discovered incubator babies, which led me to Tartaria. So everybody wants part two for the Disney. I'm like, hang on a minute. I'm on a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. The rabbit hole is, is, is cool to go down stones sometimes. You got to go down it once in a while. Well, I think this is a great practice show for me to have. I was so scared. Oh, my God. I was so scared to do this show. I just had to do one show, and then I'd be all right, you know? But I just don't have a co-host. You got your groove, man. You're doing good. Yeah, but when I'm by myself, it's really difficult. Right. Okay? It's very – I just can't. I can't. It's just too hard, you know? To just carry on a conversation by yourself on the phone. Yeah. Or a microphone. (laughs) Very difficult, you know? I can do it if I'm looking at myself when I'm videotaping. I can do that, you know? But uh, otherwise, I can't. Well, Daniel, you really saved my day. I appreciate oh, you so I'm much for calling I'm in. For you. I don't know if I'll keep this show up or not. We went over so I many different topics. I hope you do. You, you sounded great. So I hope you really do keep it well, up. I was kind of thinking, leaning towards taking it off and editing it to, and shortening it to where you just stayed on topic, you know? Right. I hate it when it goes You think all, all <laughs> over the map. We went all over the map but tonight. I don't mind going all, all over the map when it's later in the show. So since we went, we covered all the topics first, you know. So I'll probably, I'm probably just keep it because most people turn it off before you get to the end of the show anyway, and they don't hear you rambling. <laughs> so it doesn't right. matter anyway, you know. Well, but, uh, you're listening. You're listening. You know. Right. Right. So, anyways, we've got. Five minutes left on the show, and I have got to get off because uh, Spotify or no, what is it? Uh, is it Spotify? No, iHeartRadio or whoever it is, they put ads in my stuff, so I have to leave them a few minutes in there for ads, or I won't. They won't be happy with me. <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and do that show tomorrow night if you want to do that though on the uh, yeah. strategy. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Yes, and I will send you that stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've got your, and I'll just like uh, research it. So hang on a minute. Let me just real quick grab your number. Hang on. Don't say it on the line. I'm taking a picture of it. Don't say it out loud because they'll hear you on the phone. Hang on one second. Let me get this for you. Hang up. Don't lose your number. All right. Okay, I got it. Okay, I got it. Okay. So I will uh, – Send you that information as soon as I get a chance to look that up. But there'll be sometime tonight for that Vincent Strategy Group. It is so you're gonna love this show. Oh my God, it's gonna be so good. And uh, you can see if you can do some research on it too, and you'll be fascinated because we can find out. Definitely good stuff. So, well, thank I, you so I will much be enlightened tonight. All right. Okay. It was a it was a pleasure talking with y'all, you. Thank y'all so much for listening and uh, to Wolfpack Radio. We certainly appreciate all y'all listening and. For you that tuned in, I know y'all must be bored to listen to us ramble like this. Like I said, this is a practice show just to get my feet wet again. So, and uh, talk about something I was real comfortable with, which is JFK Jr. Since he's my 
cousin. <laughs> he really is a lion. So, all right. Well, I'm going to play a song, and then we're going to turn it off. So I will let you go. And, Daniel, see you later. Okay. Bye-bye. God bless. Y'all been asking where the Trump supporters are, right? Why we been so quiet? Where all the Trumpies at, right? That's what I've been hearing. We've been here the whole time. We don't need a safe space. We don't burn down our cities. We don't riot when things don't go our way. And if we lose a fair one, then we accept defeat with humility. But when you try to rob from us, steal from us, and cheat us, you just started a fight that you're not ready for. Now correct me if I'm wrong. There's at least four great states on this map, which means that Biden no longer has the 270 he needs to win, that he needs in order to be called the president-elect. So I want all you liberals to keep that same energy you had about five days ago, because we're coming for you now, and it's not a fucking game.
We go all. So, um, <laughs> you, you know, either get on the train or, you know, who cares? <laughs> your experience in front of the world? Uh, well, I design, I do wreaths, I do uh, all types of decorations. And you like this building? Yes, Okay. <laughs> so here's what I'm going to do. There's the men. Stand right over here. <laughs> if we can make a good deal in the salary, she's going to probably have a job, okay? All right, good. Have a good time. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you. Good. Thank you. So nice. Wonderful, beautiful woman. I mean, just an amazing woman. And are you are you doing? Are you coming along okay? Um, um no, sir. But um, that's okay because I'm here right now to thank you in person, and that was my biggest dream. And I wanted to thank you because through you and your organizations, my son, who is Mexican American, seven years old, through your organizations, and just being able to stand on that stage with you back in 2005 the outpouring of love that came from that um, ultimately provided my son when he graduates high school with a, um, a full ride to college. And that was That's great. Great. 
Like it's not a tranquil breeze, it's all my mind. 